Hey, 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 uh, welcome. So, this is part two of Memorizing the First Vision with me. Woo! Okay, I believe I've got it down. And once again, there is an intro. Yay. <laughs> I have no idea who's going to make it or who. Uh, it will probably be something that I edited. But I'll put in the description more info about that. And shout out to Zion, spelled with an X, who made the one last time. It's probably the one that I will use this time since it's a two-parter. And okay, you know what? Let's dive right into it. So... Joseph Smith writes long, but once we get the first verse down, we can go on the second verse, which is a little sort shorter, and yeah, it works out. Just kept going at it each day, kept, uh, I do the first scripture the first day, and then the second scripture the next day, except uh, when I did the second scripture, I would reread the first scripture every every time I repeated. And if you've listened to the last podcast, you'll um, there's a demonstration of how I memorize. Um, I'll leave in the description which one that is. And I'll also move those previous podcasts over to this podcast, which I still haven't done yet. Sorry. Not sorry. I don't know who's listening. All right. Let's go. JSH 116. But exerting all my powers to call upon God to deliver me out of the power of this enemy which has seized upon me, and at the very moment when I was ready to sink into despair and abandon myself to destruction, not to an imaginary being, not to an imaginary ruin, but to the power of some actual being from the unseen world who had such marvelous powers I had never before felt in any being, hyphen, just at this moment of great alarm, I saw a pillar of light exactly over my head, above the brightness of the sun, which descended gradually until it fell upon me. Now seventeen. It no sooner appeared than I found myself delivered from the enemy which held me bound. Yes, and that's right. Which held me bound. Ah, uh, period. When the light rested upon me, I saw two personages whose brightness and glory defy all descriptions standing above me in the air. One of them spake unto me, calling me by name, and said, pointing to the other, This is my beloved son. Hear him. Woo! Uh, I love that's how the last verse ends. Yeah, we did it, man. Woo! We memorized that big long scripture. And now we can add it to the resume. I just... I don't think I described why I was memorizing that scripture. I memorized that because I was reading in uh, Preach My Gospel, and they recommended all missionaries to memorize that scripture so that they'd be ready to teach about it wherever they were, because the restoration of the gospel is one of the most important uh, parts of the gospel that people don't generally know about. And so... That's always a good scripture to memorize is Joseph Smith's verse, first vision, bringing the gospel back in the latter days and making him the first 
prophet since the great apostasy, I want to say. Yeah. I mean, controversy and blah, blah, blah. That's exact. What? Yeah. Review. Before that, I had memorized, I'm pretty sure, Doctrine and Covenants 5.8. This is the part I was scared about because since Joseph Smith's vision took up so much of my paper and my time, I didn't have time to do as much review as I would like to. I usually work on memorizing one scripture, for the scripture for that week, and then uh, move on to reviewing all the previous scriptures that I memorized in all the weeks before. So let's see about that. I'm pretty sure we left off at DNC 58, 27 through 28. And if we didn't, dang it. DNC 58, 27 through 28. Verily I say men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause, and do many things of their own free will, and bring to pass much righteousness. And then 28. For the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves, and inasmuch as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. Yeah. Reward, like I said, it's always been hard, because I want to change it with inheritance, which would also be right, but not accurate. DNC 89, 18-21 and all saints who remember to keep and do these sayings, walking in obedience to the commandments, shall receive health in their navel and marrow to their bones, and shall find wisdom and great treasures of knowledge, even hidden treasures, and shall run and not be weary, and shall walk and not faint. And I, the Lord, give unto them a promise that the destroying angel shall pass by them in the last shall pass by them as the children of Israel, and not slay them. Dot Amen. Gotta love that. Sorry, I'm burping like crazy. Rocking back and forth and just ate some good old pie. Mm, love pie. Now, we go on to... I believe it is Ether. Ether, 1227. And... If men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me, and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. Weak things become strong. The great divider between the DNC and the Second Nephi. Now we go on to Second Nephi, which is Second Nephi 28.30. And I believe it is a four. So, four. Behold. For behold, thus saith the Lord God. I will give unto the children of men line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. And blessed are those who hearken unto my precepts and lend an ear unto my counsel, for they shall learn wisdom. For unto him that receiveth I will give more, and from them that shall say, We have enough. From them shall be taken away even that which they have. Oof. The big oof. The big punishment. Yeah. You know, God God is a forgiving God, but when he means business, he means business. He's not gonna let you get away with 
everything and let you inherit eternal life. That was Satan's plan. Ah, all right. Well, Satan was just the opposite, but we can go into the discussion about that later. Second Nephi, 26, 33. For none of these iniquities come of the Lord, for he, do, for he doeth that which is good among the children of men, and he doeth nothing save it be plain unto the children of men, and he inviteth them all to come unto him and partake of his goodness. And he denieth none that come unto him, black and white, bond and free, male and female, and he remembereth the heathen, and all are alike unto God, both Jew and Gentile. Now, we go to Moses, I believe. Moses one thirty nine. For behold, this is my work and my glory, to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. Mosiah 3.19 For the natural man is an enemy to God, and has been since the fall of Adam, and will be forever and ever. Is it from the fall of Adam, or since the fall of Adam? I don't know. I don't think it matters. It kind of matters, but there's go horror. And will be forever and ever. And as he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit, and putteth off the natural man, and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord, and becometh as a child, submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to what things which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him. And now, for um, Romans. Romans 12, 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto the Lord. Holy? That was more southern. Holy, acceptable unto the Lord. Acceptable to the Lord. Oh, no. This is where it all falls apart, isn't it? I, I gotta check. I gotta check. Romans 12.1. Is it acceptable unto the Lord? I, I know that's not right. Okay. You can't see what I'm doing, but I am pulling out my other phone. And I am looking up Romans. Oh, I need to get into a different screen. Hey, I already have it pulled up. Romans 12.1 I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. Ha! Acceptable unto God. Not unto the Lord. Did I mess that up? I'm going to say I didn't. Acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. All right. Now that we have that cleared up, I'm putting away my phone into the pocket. All right. Now we have Second Nephi, I believe, twenty-five, twenty-six, and we talk of Christ, and we rejoice in Christ, and we preach of Christ, and we prophesy of Christ. And we write according to our prophecies, that our children may know to what source they may look for a remission of their sins. Now, for Second Nephi 32, 8-9. And 
14-9. And now, my beloved brethren, I perceive that ye ponder still in your hearts, and it grieveth me that I must speak concerning this thing. For if ye would hearken unto the Spirit which teacheth a man to pray, ye would know that ye must pray. For the enemy, the, the evil spirit, aha, teacheth not a man to pray, but teacheth him that he must not pray. But behold, I say unto you that ye must pray always, and not faint, that ye must not perform anything unto the Lord, save in the first place ye shall pray unto the Father in the name of Christ, that he will consecrate thy performance before thee, that thy performance may be for the welfare of thy soul. Ah. Good old, good old Nephi. Now, for Mosiah 2.17. Yes. And behold, I tell you these things that you may learn wisdom, that you may learn that when you are in the service of your fellow beings, you are only in the service of your God. I just came across that scripture today in my personal scripture reading. It's cool. After the words of Mormon. Oh, the words of Mormon, man. He, it's just crazy. It's like you're reading this whole story, and then the narrator comes in and interrupts, and he's having his own story of being in this apocalyptic world almost, what was it, 300 years after the coming of Christ? That's combined, that's, hold on, 600 plus 300, 900, that's 900 years after Nephi, the first book of Nephi, when they left Jerusalem. That's just crazy. And he, you learn his story of him compiling it all together, and he's like, I live in this apocalyptic world of when my people are being destroyed, and I'm giving these 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 plates over to my only son, Moroni, who is currently keeping guard, watching so that we do not be destroyed by the Lamanites. I would proceed with the telling of what happened with King Benjamin. And then King Benjamin tells his words, and we continue with the story, and we're like, wow, that's awesome. I don't know. I think it would make a good story plot. Uh, movie plot, actually. Now, moving on. Not making this longer than we have to. Mosiah 2011. And, yeah. And it came to pass that the people of Limhi began to drive the Lamanites before them. Yet they were not half so numerous as the Lamanites. But they fought for their lives and for their wives and for their children. Therefore they exerted themselves and like dragons did they fight. Yeah. Love that warrior chemistry. Second Nephi, two twenty-seven. And wherefore, men are free according to the flesh, and all things are given them which are expedient unto man. And they are free to choose liberty and eternal life through the great mediator of all men, or to choose captivity and death according to the captivity and power of the devil. For he seeketh that all men might be miserable like unto himself. Boom! We did it! We remembered... At least the basis of each scripture. I'm going to have to listen to this and make sure I got it all right. Which I probably won't do. Just heads up. So if I don't mention it next episode, it, sue me. Okay. <laughs> Shoot me a message or something. Or don't. I don't know who's actually listening. I might have like one listener in Australia. I don't know more about that. But thanks, man. <laughs> Shout out to you. All right. That's all we got for today. Be sure to... I should really come up with a tagline that I say at the end of each episode. I had one. It's like, fight for right. Q. 
keep remember to serve others before you. That's a big one. And trust in God in all things. And be humble. And what's another one? Yeah. It's like, uh... Your weaknesses shall be made strong if you trust in him. That's a good one. This is me signing off to you. Okay, I accidentally... I actually did not complete all the scriptures in one round. I skipped the one. I, I, was, I was certain there was one. It was Mosiah 4.9. This is directly after recording the first one. I looked through and I saw, hey, there's Mosiah for nine. I didn't do that one. But I have it memorized and I will prove it right now. Mosiah for nine. Believe in God. Believe that he is and that he created all things, both in heaven and on earth. Believe that he has all power and all wisdom, both in heaven and on earth. All wisdom and all power. Sorry, I switched that. Believe that Man doth not comprehend all the things which the Lord can comprehend. And that's Messiah 4.9. You're welcome. <laughs>